Like people don't know how to deal with stress. That's why so many people drop out. That's why so many people, you know, get depressed and all that. Because they don't know how to deal with it. And I feel that's really bad. I mean, the university is trying, but I feel like they don't, (laughs) there's there's a disconnect between faculty and students. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know how to like, stability the podcast presenting the epilogue series in this episode the science students snake yeah yeah it's pretty cool um hi my name's aaron um second year student uh faculty of science at the university um cool fact about myself i don't think it's cool but one time i met the mayor and I messed up in front of him. And now that's like my go-to icebreaker strategy. <laughs> Wait, how'd you mess up? Wait, what'd you do? Uh, a few years ago, um, the we hosted the uh, Canada Summer Games um, in the city and uh, checkpoint. And when he drove up, um, I asked him if he had a permit for the parking lot. And he said no. And I told him he needed one, right? And I will forever carry that with me. And I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> drive drove you to be a science student like why did you want to do sciences compared to anything else um i've always found it you know interesting compared to the other subjects um for me personally um the reason why i went into the faculty of science um is because i'm pursuing a future career in medicine as a paramedic so like science and medicine hand in hand Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really what drove me to, um, going into, uh, (laughs) the science field. Yeah. Bio, bio and I, (laughs) we go, we go way back, man. Um, it's my favorite science. Uh, I just like learning about why things work the way they do. What's, um, what's in our biological systems. Like why do they do the things that they do? Yeah, it's. I've always been a curious kid, and I think that's a part of it. That's pretty neat. Uh, what about you, uh, Carter? I mean, as for me, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I just wanted to do medicine, and yeah, I just appreciate the challenge, and it's it is fun once you get it. It's fun, you know. Understand the concepts. It's like something you carry beyond education and obviously i'm trying to go for the mcat you know the end goal is to help people and you know try to make the biggest impact that i can with that knowledge you know right like uh so after uh sorry after i do medicine i kind of want to go into psychiatry right you know because like people go through a lot of stuff and don't really know how to manage like through my life i've seen people go through like addiction and all that stuff and i just want to you know a lot of people don't get the help or you know understand the severity of things they just wave off right and i feel like you know i feel like i'm good at that good at understanding people and there's just a natural thing that comes to me so i was like the driving point for me going into science right so my next question was going to be like what what is it that you hope to achieve with the science degree like what's the end goal and so yours is psychiatry uh what about you aaron is it being a paramedic is that 
Yeah, um, I should probably mention at this point that um, I am enrolled with uh, the University of Winnipeg as an undecided. Yeah. Um, and what that means is that I don't really, I haven't declared a major, I don't have a minor. Yeah. Um, I'm basically just here to pick up prerequisite courses so that I can make the transfers to Red River. Right. And yeah, the ultimate goal is to become licensed as a paramedic and work in that field. Um, basically, for I don't see myself doing anything else. Right. Um, yeah, career progression for paramedicine is like paramedics one, two, three. So that's kind of um, your basic level. Yeah. Um, then you go into intermediate care, advanced. Before that, I was at the airport. So like, I also have an interest in aviation. So to combine aviation and medicine would be like a dream for me, basically. That, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. So a lot of students have a notion that science is all just about like biology and like that, which it is. But uh, so everyone goes into sciences. Why do you think a lot of people choose the field of science compared to any other field? Why do you think it's one of the biggest faculties as being in the faculty yourself? Kind of. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of it is in high school, everyone's like, take science, take science, take science. And, you know, there's a lot of people who just take science and they stick with it because, you know, going out of high school, a lot of people don't know what to do, right? I mean, that's why it has such a huge dropout rate. But, like, I feel like there is, since high school does push science a little bit, there is like that, that you know interest that sparks because i mean you've been doing math your whole life you've been doing english and stuff like that but like when the science is a little bit different you know i feel like that's kind of like a driving factor that people are attracted to science because you know right out of high school you've just been introduced to it and you're interested in it and, and you know the other side is you just kind of you don't know what to do <laughs> then, you know, right. go to uni with science yeah right yeah i, I agree with that um I think a part of it is also that, you know, as a species, we've always been sort of curious and, you know, when you don't have anything better to do, you kind of think, what can I learn today? And that's what drives people to go into science, just to learn, you know, something and come out of it with some sort of foundation for a career that they can stand on until they figure something else out, you know? Right. Like, I think if you take a career, if you take, um, a bachelor of sciences degree that can set you up for a pretty good job until you really figure out what you want to do for the rest right. of your life you know right what so a lot of students that i know that take like sciences usually don't end up like like for example there's different sci uh, faculties in, within science right and yeah. a lot of these students attempt to the MCAT, right? That's like a lot of the goal for medical students is like the MCAT, the DAT, the other like medical, like stuff like that, right? What is the perspective that you think that for you, like for you as a person in science, what do you think the job opportunities would be if you didn't, you know, go and get your MCAT or try and for the DAT, like what would the job perspective be for just a general science degree in your opinion? Um, I mean, the thing is, and me as a person, I never really think beyond what I want to do. I mean, there's no plan B for me. I mean, I'm just goal driven. I mean, once, if that happens, I'll figure it out. I've never really thought of that. I mean, right. I got a goal and I know I'm going to achieve it. But yeah. Technology is always advancing. And with that advancement comes, you know, career opportunities. Maybe there will be jobs that we've never heard of that hit the market and need 
people to fill it, you know? Right. Um, for me personally, like I said, um, being a paramedic is what I see myself doing. And like, I agree with Kartik when he says like, I don't really have <laughs> a plan B right. um, per se. Like I know what I want to do and I'm just going to work towards that. Um, Cause that's what I've been doing for practically my whole life. Um, that being said, if you want to go into science, that doesn't mean like necessarily that you're going to end up working in medicine. You know, I know. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, Another thing is, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, I was, I was just going to say, um, I also think that, you know, as time has gone on, there's a sort of, uh, white collar job bias, um, that we're seeing where people think that, you know, if you go into uni, you should be aiming for like the more difficult courses. Um, just because like, it seems like we're breeding for that sort of thing, you know? Um, higher education means more opportunities. So people kind of see, um, the faculty of science as like their key to higher end jobs when that might not always be the case, but I think that it definitely has, um, an effect or like an influence on why people choose science. It's more of a skeleton key of sorts to, um, several different doors. That transitions to my next question. It's like, oh, money, right? A lot of students go into uh, sciences because, you know, the money's really good in medical fields. If you think about it, doctors make good money, dentists make good money, nurses make good money, even people, even ambulance drivers make good money, like uh, paramedics make, like, you know, there's a lot of money in the medical field, right? Do you think a lot of people are driven because of that, uh, in your opinion? I mean... Any like engineering and things like that, they still make good money and stuff. Right. I feel like if you're ever chasing money, I think those people don't necessarily achieve their goals because they're after it for the wrong reasons, right? Like I know I'm in second year now, you know, first year science is, is you know, a little bit tough at University of Manitoba and things like that, right? I know so many people who went in like, yeah, I'm going to become a doctor. I'm going to get bank and, you know, I'm going to do this and that. But they, they're never, no one like those people don't say I have a passion for this, right? And like, I can tell you like 80% of those people, you know, they've dropped out or they've changed majors because they realize that if I'm going to do this, I need to have a passion for it, you know, because the money is good, right? But if you're working every single day as a doctor and you hate it, you just absolutely hate it, what is that money worth, right? And like, I feel like a lot of people don't think like that. Like, Like their parents tell them, yeah, like you should be a doctor. You make a lot of money. Like your life's going to be set. But people start not to think for themselves, right? They just chase that money. I feel like that's a huge spec, like uh, a thing around science, right? Like I'm going to become a pharmacist. So I'll make a lot of money and things. Like people just get lost in that. You know, they don't realize they need to do what they got to do. And, you know, they'll make, they'll make money regardless, you know, regardless of what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, with uh, with that, um, in my opinion, uh, passionless work is no better than uh, being a slave to the system. You know, you really need to have um, that passion for what you do if you want a fulfilling life. You know, and people who go into science, go into medicine, go into you know, and even like engineering, I think STEM 
as in general is notorious for having a good chunk of people who are just in it because the pay is good. Right. Um, yeah. And I think the guys that do go in it just for the money, they like Cardick said, I, I've found that they're more likely to fail because they, they don't commit to it. You know, it's, it's kind of like, it's going to be super, super easy to know that you don't like it. You know, if you're sitting down, you have a chemistry book open and you just hate it, just every single thing you read, you just hate it, right? Like you're not in the right field and like no amount of money is going to fix that, right? And I feel like once you grow up a little bit, you start to start to realize that. And like, I feel like after second year, after third year, those people who are chasing money kind of, you know, start to leave <laughs> and they can do their own thing, do yeah. their thing that they're passionate about, you know? Do you think people grow like you know like how for okay like for your first year experience in university was definitely difficult for everyone it's just eye opener it goes to show you oh we're not in high school anymore right this is not yeah. this is not as easy as I thought this was gonna be even if someone who took took AP classes someone who took IBM classes it's still a culture shock right it's just a whole different aspect to engineering what was your first year experience like that you remember like what well, how was that for you? Uh, I mean, I came from St. Paul's High School, right? And right. I mean, I feel like I was prepped really well for my university experience. But even so, even with all of that prep, I feel like university kind of hits you like the one thing that's very important is, you know, you got to talk to people, you know. And um, because of that, there I find that their tendency is to shut themselves in and just focus on the work that they need to do as opposed to, you know, forming connections. Um, a lot of people in the medical field, um, you don't often see them competing against each other for like patients, you know, mm -hmm. they're working together to solve problems, you know, to solve the patient, to solve the patient's problems. Like you, the medical system is not, um, a free-for-all. It's a collaborative effort. And I feel that what people don't realize is that by shutting ourselves in, we're not only sabotaging our own mental health, but we're also jeopardizing our ability to communicate effectively later on and be successful as physicians or whatever it is we're trying to accomplish, you know? Right. Um, communications, I think, gets a very bad rap um, in that sense, uh, people neglect it and they don't realize that you, you do need it if you want to become influential or successful in your field. If you can't communicate your ideas, nobody's going to understand what you're doing. And that's not just a risk to your career prospects, but it's also a risk to the people that you care for, you know? You know what's sad to me is the fact that uh, the university focuses so highly on the academic prowess of people, right? They're, it's like, oh, it's academic achievement. This does this, you know. But they're getting better. I've noticed the universities are getting better and in including everyone's skills and talents, right? Just being able to communicate itself, being an efficient communicator and being able to speak the ideas that you have come up with or be able to show people what your idea means or like be able to like, visualize no but like present your idea well so that people understand is a talent on its own because not everyone can do that well 
you know? And I think, I think more recently it's been, it's becoming better. And I think a lot of professors should be taking communication classes before teaching. But maybe that's just my, maybe that's just my opinion. No, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I think a lot of professors are very academically smart, but I don't know if they're cut out to be teachers. Dissect that information in a way that you can take those parts and apply them to your circumstances and not theirs. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I say that all the time. Like, there's a very, very obvious disconnect between yeah. people who teach and the students. And I feel, and I always say, like, it's not going to change until we, you know, move forward because the people who, you know, facultate this disconnect are those older people. You know, it's not like someone from our generation is, you know, people who face what we did, we had to go through are you know making the rules or anything it's like those same people who are disconnected from us trying to tell us what we should be doing or like how we should be doing or we shouldn't have this problem we shouldn't have this right so i feel like it's just something i mean i know the uni is starting with the, the students can make groups they can make they have a whole like uh, uh what is that called escaping my mind like they have their student own like government system yeah, yeah student Amsu, council like, like Amsu and stuff yeah yeah like they, yeah they're getting better at that i mean before that was not like they had no power or whatever at least now there's some sort of voice and i mean to be fair like students don't take that too seriously as well because you know there's kind of like it's um so it's kind of like to them it's useless because that's the mentality right because why would they listen to us because that's just how we're brought up because like, they think they know so why are we even trying, right? But yeah, that's that's the disconnect that comes from, you know, all this generational difference. And another thing I think a lot of students take for granted, you're right, is UMSU and all these uh, faculty uh, faculty leaderships that they have. And I think yeah. oppor- taking the opportunity to do such a thing and joining a group like that is such a big benefit that a lot of people, I think first years definitely are deprived of and second year now. And like, as you get older, because like, there's such a good opportunity for communication, right? They're a good place exactly. for you to learn yeah. to be able to communicate. It's a good place for you to be able to cooperate, the teamwork and all these other things that you need that you can't learn in an academic st- setting. I mean, a lot of these... Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, you, you go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I said a lot of these people complaining about all of this are just sitting in their room typing, typing paragraphs and paragraphs. And then when they're like, <laughs> yo, why don't you join this? Like, oh, want to man it's useless it's useless i mean that's it's just hypocritical and stuff like that and it's kind of like yeah it's just if you want to do something even if it's minimal and you're complaining so much about it you know you have the opportunity and they just look down upon it for some reason because yeah, it's not cool to join the student concert or something like that but yeah you should um if you're a first year you should absolutely join some sort of association within the university. Um, get involved, you know. The only reason that people see you work together and, you know, We're, use that as like a tool of collective bargaining. Like, that isn't it, isn't it, it sad? Isn't it, isn't it sad that we circle back to the same thing over and over again is the idea of idea of like for example mental health if there's a stereotype against it right the idea of joining a group where you can make a change if there's a stereotype against it because young people think oh it's too it's not for you it's not this there's just it's just a mindset right we all have this 
a stern mindset that needs to be changed about a lot of things in our generation. And if we can go about changing that, those things, we're going to be a lot better as a society and as a faculty yeah. or as people when it comes to the things. And I think there's a lot of issues that are very big that are not being addressed as they should be because the population or the society or the government or the people are not taking it as seriously as they can be. I mean, another thing is we're talking about studying too much and all that. People feel like, oh, I don't got time for this, you know, especially in science. I mean, I know I was like that a little bit. I was like, if I do this and I'm, you know, can I have another two hours of my on my day, you're going to stay at uni, all that stuff, right? They feel like they don't got time for it, right? But that's, that's a really easy way to burn out, right? Because if you study at uni, you go home, you sit down, you study more, you just go to sleep. That's a day wasted, right? I mean, you could study. How much of that studying are you actually going to retain? You know what I mean? Especially, and, especially yeah. sorry, especially with the time that we're living in now, I think people just need to start realizing that you spent so much time in your house, in your room, and time has flown by. We're already yeah. almost a year into this lockdown, right? And which is ridiculous. Yeah. Which is crazy. I didn't. I don't even know where this year went. Like I, I didn't even notice, honestly. And um, I've spent it all in my room, in my house, and I've left maybe, I think I could count on all my hands how many times I've probably left in the past five, six months my house to do something, right? And yeah. it's, it's crazy because I think people need to realize it's, you know, life isn't given to you for granted. Like we're taking it for granted and studying all day is not going to make you happier and it's not going to bring change that you want to see that you complain about every day. And you need to take initiative and maybe changing up something about your week. Maybe just once a week you go and attend like a council meeting or once a week you go and, you know, talk to a buddy about mental health or something. And that could... I know people who just finished their second semester in uni or something like that, right? They're... And yeah, they're like, they're lost. They're like, oh, they're stacking doubt themselves and like all of this because it's so tough and they have no one to talk to, right? Because like if you go to, if you go to your friends, you start talking about uni, right? They, yeah. no one, they, they just, they, you know, unless you have like really, really close friends, you know, and then you feel lame, right? You're talking about this. And so it's kind of, I feel like it's tough. Like it's, it's kind of hard when you're doing something difficult and you feel alone, right? And I mean, it's not only in science, right? It's I mean, everywhere, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's everywhere. But there's a stereotype. Science. There's a stereotype against mental health, right? There's a stereotype yeah. against being stressed yeah. out about something. There's a mental health being too anxious. It's like yeah, exactly everyone has that, right? It's tough to not have. Yeah, yeah and then exactly, people are thinking, yeah, I have the, Like, if I have this, I'm weak. You know, I mean, it's completely normal. Like, I mean. I'm sure you guys know the anxiety you get before a test. You're lining up, you know, you're standing there, you're waiting to write your paper and all that stuff. All the rules, you can't look here, you can't look there. Like, that's normal. And it's just from high school and then you come to uni, even if you're like perfect, good health in high school, I feel like when you come into uni, you get stress. Like people don't know how to deal with stress. That's why so many people drop out. That's why so many people, you know, get depressed and all that. Because they don't know how to deal with it. And I feel that's really bad. I mean, the university is trying, but I feel like they don't, <laughs> there's, a, there's a disconnect between faculty and students. And I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to like, I'm probably not the guy to ask to fix that. But I mean, there, it's present for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, I think um, the science faculty 
is pretty bad when it comes to um, mental health and like coping with mental health. Um, I'm not, it, it might be like the same case in other faculties, but I, I'm not in those. So I can't speak for them, but, but I can speak for mine. And in my opinion, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, people tend to internalize, they tend to, you know, bottle everything up and just wait until it explodes to actually seek some help. Um, university demands a level of work from you that, and like to really, as, as we're growing and we're becoming bigger and more influential people are rising from our own generation. I think those are important topics that even them, you know, that have hard times and doctors have a hard time pinning why and what and who, where, right? So I appreciate you guys' time and thanks for coming on here and all that. For sure. Yeah, for sure, dude. Thank you for listening to Stability, the podcast. We come to you every Monday night with a new episode. If you're interested in following us, follow us on Instagram at Stability Podcast or follow our Twitter at Stability underscore pod for the latest and newest updates on Stability Podcast.